The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. Since the dawn of time, Taverncast has been broadcasting. Bongo, 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 welcome, Bar. Ooh, Smokebeer, Bongo, 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 Bongo. Yeah, Bongo, Bongo. No one was listening. Throughout history, and in times of great need, Taverncast was there. Whosoever shall be pure of heart, mind, and body shall be deemed worthy by the sword Excalibur. Let him pull the sword from the stone and be named king. Welcome back to the bar where we are here watching the selection of the new king of England. Come on, Arthur. Don't be afraid. I, Squire Arthur, will pull the sword. Why is a sword picking our ruler? Let's not dance around the handbag. Do we even know his politics? Is he even British? What kind of accent is that? Well, I hadn't thought of it. Yes! Will this be a transparent government, or will he continue hiding the truth about alien abductions, paranormal activity, and weird magic rituals in the forest? I don't even know what most of that is, let alone. What's your take on Vuvuzelas? Though most historical accounts of Taverncast have been struck from the records or deemed classified by the United Nations, stalwart researchers have uncovered Taverncast's recordings throughout the ages. Welcome back to the bar in an extra radical episode of Taverncast where Bryce just got the all-new Atari 2600. Looks like you got a few games and our next few episodes are going to be an in-depth content-rich review of walkthroughs and preferred playstyles to this very advanced and complicated video game. That's right, Mike, and to start us off, I stayed up the past week and a half learning to play and master a game called Frogger. <laughs> you see, it's a bit of a play on the words and the main titles of Frog. Anyways, I'm now up to level 37, and I'm proud to give you this super radical content-rich walkthrough, which took me over 36 hours to figure out. Okay, here we go. The moves are left, right, left, up, down, left, right, right I mean, uh, up, left, 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 uh, no, 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 the right. Right, left, left, down. Wait, go back, go back two. Uh, left, wow, right, Wow, that's right. fresh. 
Homeboy's got some moves. Yo, Mike, I was chilling with some fresh tracks from my favorite band, Run DMC. Them boys is heavy. Don't diss me, dog, and spin up that disc while we watch Homeboy here finish this level. Get over that log and then left, left, and then there's a truck. Watch the truck, three rights, but maybe it's two. And then there's like the thing that eats the frog. Okay, remember, this is very important. Up, 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 up. Oh, watch out, left, left, too far, left, up, 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 whoa, whoa, down, down. Appearing only in times of great need, no one truly knows when Taverncast will return or how long it will stay. But if you are patient and you are vigilant and you are in need of comedy, you just might catch a new episode of Taverncast. Is Tavern Cast. I'm Bryce. I'm Bill. I'm Mike. And I'm Jen. I would say check us out at line at www.taverncast. Check us out at line. Online. Check us out. I would. I would say. I. I would say check us out online. I would say check us out. At However, you say online. Mike. Mike has not updated the dot com. I was waiting until our social media director had everything else updated. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, social media director. I'm not huh? the social no, media that's, director. That's, that's Bill. That's Bill. Oh. the social media director. Way to go, social media director. <laughs> it's all me. In fact, Hell if you'd you like know. to know why the show hasn't been out since 2012, we're looking at you, <laughs> Infernal Bill. Well, look, I'm- when social media dies, so goes the show. So now Mike hasn't been able to update the website. Right. Half of the hosts aren't even here anymore. There has so to you be screwed a, the whole thing up. There has to be enough tweets and Facebook posts before the... You know, before I can actually do the keystrokes to update the site. Well, right, I don't. So when are you going to start updating the, the tweetster? Well, I can tell you that book. you know it's taken me a little bit of time, maybe a little bit longer than what other people would He's take. He's getting old, but right? I am now fully, fully up to speed on all social media avenues. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can even uh, sort of like us or give us an up tweet on Facebook would be outstanding. You can uh, also find us on uh, the Twitterverse, uh, which is awesome. I love having many, many conversations with all of our fans on on the Twitter on the Twitter. And uh, you can also find us. We have a new channel on YouTube that you can subscribe to, and you can catch all of our hijinks. 
<laughs> and you are going to love it. And I can guarantee as social media director, it's going to be top notch. You are going to be impressed. So, so that's that's awesome, but nobody's told Bill this. Actually, those are old social media channels. Right? Don't, don't ruin his moment. No. He's, he had a moment. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. And that's Tavern Cast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bill Tickner. 15-minute monologue about stuff he doesn't understand. <laughs> Same just... thing as, as it was when he first showed up on the show. What did you say? Called him up and said, hey, you're a weird homeless guy in L.A. Do you want to be on a show about World of Warcraft? And he's like, oh, I don't know what that is, but uh, I'm a lawyer. It's got war in it, so I'm in it. Let me, what did you say? Instablam? What was it? Actually, actually, what you need to look up, the, the site we're trying to direct you to, for real, though, Bill, is instascam.ru. Just Insta go there, give them your information, everything will be fine. Wow. It, it may look like your bank account, and that's okay. Okay. Just, it's supposed know, to. It's supposed I to. Just enter your name, name and your social security number. Colonel Bill. Six, You'll be good. Nine, four, good. You, you guys are going to edit this out, right? Four nine nope. eight yes. seven. Absolutely. Return. <laughs> Alright, are we ready to start the show? <laughs> yes. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Taverncast. Thank you. That's it. Find us there. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like asshole. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright, I'm sure that we can handle this situation maturely. Just like the responsible adults that we are. Isn't that right, Mr. Poopy Pants? Tonight, Taverncast turns 10 years old and the hosts are getting old. We talk about older, older, old, old. We talk about life, life in the Middle Ages, being 40 something, the passage of time, life and aging, and we'll impart to you the magical wisdom of geriatric power to you, our fans and listeners and friends for life. That's tonight. But first, what are we drinking? You're sitting there, I know what you're thinking. You're asking yourself, what are we drinking at tonight? All right, yeah! <laughs> so tonight we are drinking Unibrew Don de Dieu. We're so oh, rusty, Bryce can't open the bottle. <laughs> He's having problems opening the bottle. It's well. Yeah, before before we even do this, my that, hands so are so old. Let's just say, so before we even actually get into the beer show, why why are we doing Tavern Cast again? Let's let's just give the fans a little because they haven't heard us in like you know fifteen years now. So why <laughs> why are we doing the show again? And this is why we're rusty because we don't even care anymore. We're just at the bar. We're just hanging out. We don't even know how to do this show anymore. If you thought we were bad before. You wait you until you nothing. nothing. <laughs> we're well, we aren't even going to try anymore. I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm announcing my candidacy for the <laughs> GOP candidate <laughs> <laughs> on the show. But you know what? You hate the Canadians. Uh, they're they're illegal Canadians coming over the border. They're lazy. Right they're rapists. They're misogynistic. <laughs> they need to get out of this country, baby. Out. No, I feel Taverncast is like, what's the movie where it's uh, like, I was almost out and they pulled me back in? No, is no. That, uh, uh, the Godfather. 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 The, uh, the so. real reason why we're doing Taverncast is because we wanted to give every other podcast a chance. We were doing really, really well, and then we wanted to pull back so other podcasts got really popular, and then... We were of, doing so well. And then we'll just jump <laughs> so right well. back on. And, you know, we wanted everybody to get a medal. And everybody was, gets a chance. <laughs> We're That's givers right. like that. That's right. We're magnanimous. <laughs> so let's drink something. <laughs> yeah, let's, woo. 
Here it comes. Oh, my hand. This is not easy right. to open. This is like opening a champagne bottle. So, Unibrew, Don Dedu. Unibrew is a, a, a brewery in Montreal. Mmm, smells delicious. Yeah, this is a uh, brewery in Montreal where Mike just was not too long ago. Montreal. Yes. Uh, and it is a Belgian strong pale ale. So if you've listened to On Tap episodes in the past, this, call, this, is, this counts as a pale. That's what it says. But on the bottle too, it says it's a uh, triple wheat ale on leaves. It's uh, bottle fermented, so there's yeast in the bottle, and the floaties are yeast. It smells fruity. It does smell really good. It's like it smells fruity, and it smells like um, apple red. cider. I yeah, totally. You think it does, smells like? Does it really? I don't like it. You don't like it? No, but I'm not a big fruit beer You're guy. You're a big hater, though. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be fruit. That's the thing. I'm with you, Mike. It smells like bread to me. It's though. a wheat. It's a. It's like a. It's like a saison or almost. It's that sour. It's like a Flemish sour. It's well, it's Belgian. It's probably pretty close. Why yeah. is something a triple wheat? Like, what's it between a single or a double or a triple? What makes it a triple wheat? The fermentation. Okay, thank you. Got it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Salud. It tastes like a like a blue moon on acid. You don't like it? Mm-hmm. You don't oh, like, like that it. style of beer, right? Mm-hmm. Bill, when we were we were talking earlier today, Bill and I were flashing back to an old tavern cast where we had Frambois yep. Creek, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? With Lindemann's fr- and that's a lambic. Yep. And I was saying Bill didn't like that one, and I was saying I didn't like it because it reminded me of um, champagne. And I'm not a big champagne fan. This kind of reminds me of that. You know what though? This like, is I like, like it, like except it, it's like sour. Oh, it's I think o- this is it's good. it's okay, but I wouldn't want to drink a bunch of it. I wouldn't call this like a good session beer where you can just sit down and just like enjoy it. No, I'm enjoying it. I think it's actually very tasty. It sort of has I, a sweet flavor to it, don't, wouldn't you say? Like if you yeah. like, almost like honey, yeah, but- honey, not like not like fruit sweet, but like a honey, like a silky smoothness to it. It reminds me. There's a bit of citrus to it, so it's almost like a um, concentrate for like a, a lemonade or something like that. You know, that's kind of what it reminds me. I of think it's, and I agree. Not as, it not starts as sugary, like that. But. It starts like that. The problem that I have with it, it starts like that, and then it, it quickly fades, and what's left is like the celery aftertaste. That celery, like, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. That's why. That's how I'm like, and I hate. I hate celery. So like. We had to take it out yeah. of a, out of a veggie tray. Yeah, it was that's what it leaves for your teeth. You really, uh, have, you really get celery off of this. Yeah, thing? Mike. Like, maybe if you like, put some ranch that. dressing in it, it might taste better. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> idea. Go get some. <laughs> it's not tavern cast until we start mixing foods that don't match. You know what's good in celery beer is put just ranch dressing. Oh, oh no. I'll drink anything. Don't you know what show oh. this is? No. <laughs> uh oh, he's back. <laughs> All right, here comes Mona with the ranch. I'm not kidding. Maybe it'll be good. I got well, Here's the good thing too. If you look in this glass right now, look how much yeast is in the bottom of that. Can you see it? Oh yeah. Look at that. It's like bread. There's <laughs> a whole thing of bread. So how bad can this be? Here we have Marzetti Ranch dressing. So how much ranch do you think is the right amount of ranch? Well, I would go. Like what would you dip? Mo- if, if that, most, if that, mostly right. If you solidify, yeah. oh man, oh, that's a lot. Yummy. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay, mix it a little. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Here, look down in there. <laughs> Actually, oh, it's curdling. It's curdling. So, what do you guys think? Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? Oh, this is going to be the worst thing you've ever had. This is going to be the best. We'll smell. Frost. Smell is. Uh, think about. Ranchy. Just get in your mind. Really different. Get in your mind. You're at a party. You're dipping the celery in the ranch. 
and you're going to take yeah, a big old bite. And after I'm done, you got to try this and tell me if it's better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to. Oh, he's swishing it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> well, that is interesting. Yes. Oh. No. Mike. No, sir. No. <laughs> it's for the show. You have to do it now. You gotta be Just don't get me. that big glob. Just go for oh. the little ones. And then you got. I've never been think. happier to be in California. What this tastes like. Don't get the big chunks. This looks like a horrible. No, you gotta cement, do it. You gotta do it. Mixer. You gotta do it. And then we'll mixer. discuss what I think that just tasted like. Oh dear. Oh Mike. Oh dear. <laughs> I didn't think that could get a lot worse than that. Did it tastes pretty much worse. like vomit, does it not? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> like it is a very distinct bile Vim, and stomach yes, acid. Yes. Taste. It's not a good. It's it is not one a good, of the worst things. This is terrible. This is, whose idea was this? I'm and so, so glad I, it was, like, was my idea, but you guys like, are drinking it. I drank it. <laughs> I got some I other ideas. <laughs> that was that drink of the show. That was not appropriate. How can we improve it, Michael? That, um, we can start by not putting ranch in it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first. <laughs> Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. <laughs> at last, at last, we saw a tavern guest. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing stuff. Mike actually really did go to Australia. So he yeah. was in the land of Kern Kater for how long? Uh, I was there for two weeks, and then did we, you like it? it? You know, it was great, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm really surprised, actually. What, the thing that struck me was, you know, I know we all kind of come from, you know, the original. I shouldn't say the original. So no, the I, original, don't, I don't the, know. The, the I don't original, know. The original people in Australia, the Aborigines, but um, <laughs> the, the the people that came from England were criminals. You know, it was a penal colony, and. Yeah. It was really interesting how it felt very, um, it still felt very Western, even though they're located very, very, very far away. They're in their, they have tons of influence from the Asian, you know, closer Asian continent, Pacific Islands. Obviously. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're it's, saying... It you're, felt very much like the U.S. You're saying in Australia there was a lot of Asian influence? I didn't, I would never have thought that. Is well, it, they were, they're very close to... Asia and Japan. No, it makes a lot of sense now that you say it, but I would, you know, normally when I think of Australia, I'm thinking like Crocodile Dundee. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, Melbourne. I remember the Crocodile Hunter. My kids used to love that when they were little, and but I never really thought that there was a huge Asian influence, but it makes a lot I guess of sense. Yeah, maybe influence. Bill Tickner never was a winning student at geography. <laughs> I guess maybe when influence. it came time for the geography portion of his SAT, William Tickner resorted to cheating. Yes. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, though, Mike. Didn't you just say you were surprised that it didn't have an Asian influence? No, no I said it did, but I actually what I meant was it had a lot of Asian restaurants. Oh, okay. <laughs> they've got the you best got, Chinese got totally food ever. Out, by the way, Mona got totally called out on uh, Facebook by one of our longer-term listeners named Natasha, and Natasha was like, "Yeah, thanks." for uh, not like you know letting us know you're coming down 
You just really? dissed Taverncast. Let me let me tell you the two sins you committed. First, you dissed the Taverncast fans. You just dissed them. You just were like, screw Taverncast. I hate all of you fans. And secondly, you made us wait for like 300 weeks while you world traveled <laughs> everywhere. Wait. So I was No, that's to okay. Go... I mean, Bill and Jen and I will just sit here with, you know, our meager yeah. incomes unable to leave the country while you and your gorgeous wife travel all over Hell's Half Acre. <laughs> you know, Italy one week, Australia the next, Paris Someone's after that. Do it. New, New Zealand. Zealand. New Zealand. You know, Rome. This was work, though. This wasn't a vacation. So oh, I was yeah. I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Was New Zealand like Lord of the Rings? I mean, is it? It was not. New Zealand was very underwhelming, actually. And now we're probably going to get a bunch of hate mail from our New Zealand fans. Yeah. Essentially, it was. uh, I I I actually expected very much more picturesque stuff, but it actually reminded me kind of like one of the South Pacific Islands that. You know, How all is the buildings the are built Pacific in the Pacific underwhelming. Well, they're all the buildings built in the '60s, original. Okay. You know, whatever. It's just kind of small. Okay. And I was in the capital, and it wasn't. Of course, it's small because it's Hobbit land. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. It was less. Un, it was more underwhelming than what I expected. And, of course, and, it's underwhelming it's... because of Moria. <laughs> because it's underground, <laughs> under the dwarven city. Of where was Moria? Mines of Moria. <laughs> it was in the mines, but the mines of Moria were under what? A mountain <laughs> with a secret door that Mike could not access. <laughs> Maybe I was in the wrong part of the island. I didn't see any hobbits. It was bullshit. I didn't see any hobbits. I didn't see any orcs. I didn't see. Any Did rocks. you know what the secret word was to access the secret door in the underwhelming area of New Zealand for you? Um, is Mike uh, speak pasty and enter. <laughs> speak pasty and enter. It took him like 30 I, seconds. I, I, excellent. Dude, I don't do anything anymore. I just work. We bought a house about two years ago, and so when you buy a house, like you have all this stuff, all of a sudden you realize that either you need to have or yeah. you want to have. And then you find out that that like crosses paths, so you're like, oh, I need this. I need a giant snowblower. Oh, I need yeah. a lawn tractor. <laughs> oh, I do a pole saw. I don't have one of those. A yeah. chainsaw. I need a chainsaw. I need a leaf blower. I need a bigger leaf blower. Not, it's not big enough. Oh, I need a backpack leaf blower. It's never big enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one day your wife comes home from work and says, honey, why is there a John Deere tractor with a bumper on it in our driveway? <laughs> She thinks my tractor's sexy It really turns her on Well, because, Jen, the bumper uh, <laughs> serves uh, a very important point on our garden tractor uh, that it prevents damage from, you know, trees and farm implements, pigs, <laughs> things like that that you could run into. I thought it was uh-huh. more for when you went to get pizza. Nobody back in <laughs> yeah, you, you know. <laughs> I'm losing count of the number of different jobs that the tractor can help us farmers with. It's such a fantastic machine. (laughs) So the thing is, is I've got an old uh, lawn tractor. I've got an old craftsman lawn tractor that won't run uh, anymore. And so I've decided as a, like, something to do now because I don't, I can't give it to anybody. Wait, you bought a tractor that won't run? No, 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 the old one. The one that was was running stopped running and I got tired of messing with it. I had to stick a screwdriver and I decided to take the air filter off. I had to stick a screwdriver in the carburetor. So and, here's your and first spray carburetor, <laughs> carburetor cleaner into the choke while like hanging off the edge of it trying to start it and then maybe it would start. Oh man. It was dumping a, gasoline directly in the engine. Pretty as much. Well. Pretty All much. Right. It was a piece of crap. So but I've decided though, I saw this stuff on the internet. 
where, because now that I have this tractor sitting here, and you know, there was a small engine guy nearby, and he was like, okay, what you basically need to do is take the carburetor part totally and clean it. He was small because he was a hot. Speak <laughs> <laughs> pasty and enter. And so you got to take the carburetor part, and then I saw this thing on YouTube where if you like take the belt on the mower and you put it somewhere like farther back, like you redo it, you can get the mower to run. At like turbo. <laughs> at like twenty <laughs> miles an hour. He's, yeah, He's like, I'm working on the, I'm working on a lawnmower. Leave me alone. So I gotta I'm get this work done. I, I like, I like how Bryce. He, he never calls it a lawnmower. It. It's just a no, tractor. You don't, you don't even have a push hey, mower. Hey, no, I don't. You hired me. Your kids got pulled around by that tractor. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait till you see it next time when I get it up to fifty miles an hour. <laughs> wait, you're. You're not allowed to have lawn in California. Yeah, that's true. They, I get right. spit on if I actually have a lawn. <laughs> He's not even allowed to have water that's right. in California. That's right. So I have beer. Cheers. When are you going to move to Michigan, the number one best state in the entire country? According to Thrillist. Well, I am. I'm the number I'm, one I'm, least known site ever. I, I'm looking forward to moving to Michigan as soon as I can master. Uh, my latest obsession, which is the League of Legends. Well, all you guys have been going off and doing sort of, you know, interesting, meaningful, traveling the world, working on manly tools like a, tra- you know, tractor slash lawnmower. I have been going back to my true roots of the world of Warcraft and gaming. These these games are for children, okay? And yeah. the pro- and the reason why they're for children is because they require some sort of hypersensitivity, some this incredible reaction time. But I found a game that's fast-paced, that's competitive, that's like an FPV shooter, but not. That is it Euchre? It's, yes, it's Euchre. It's Bob Euchre. <laughs> He's created his own game. It's called the, the Dating Game. It's called the Dating Game on Steroids. No. The... <laughs> So this game is called. It, so basically, there it's a it's a genre of games called MOBAs, multiplayer Monet? online battle arena. It's got the word battle in it. Battle. How could it be wrong if it's got the word? It's battle? It's got Monin in the title, doesn't it? It does. It's Monin's online battle arena. Mike, I think you'd this like is, it. It'd be. This is it, why you got it. Yep. That's exactly. I'm like, look, if it's you got, missed me, Bill. I did. did I'm like, you know. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> so anyway, it, this whole genre of MOBAs, I haven't played anything other than League of Legends, but it's oh, basically what? a 30-minute game. You're in, you're out. You've got a team of five playing against another team of five. I've been playing with the kids. It's been a lot of fun, very frustrating. I like getting yelled at by uh, 10-year-old Korean kids who are just way better than <laughs> I am. But there's a strategy element that sort of balances things. So if you can kind of focus on the strategy, then you can do okay. And it's so it's so much so that actually the um, League of Legends website did an expose on like sort of an older player. And lo and behold, it was my tax law professor from USC. And I'm like, wow, that looks like Professor Griffith. That is Professor Griffith. And he did like this whole interview where he talks about how he loves playing in it and he plays with his wife and it's a whole giant thing and this this is it gets into the world of like esports it's all over the internet it's they've got it's the biggest game played Actually, in the entire world it's crazy. they've got casters that are doing it they've got worlds i think if you have a team and you win worlds you win a million dollars it's it's a little crazy Although it's it like, like- 
like actual sports yeah, cast with like they huge were like audiences full in of it. people watching I'm like not ten clear people on, play. On what the game's about though. So What's... the game is like um, well, to explain it for somebody who doesn't know what that style of game is. It's so it's like StarCraft sort okay. of, but there's no resource gathering, okay. and it's a little bit more like you only uh, um, you only manipulate one guy, your character, and you run them around and try to kill other characters. Essentially, that's kind of what it is. But it's not first person; it's top down. It's more of a battle. So you're in you're in an area and you have to like collect you don't collect resources necessarily but the idea is to destroy the other team's base. It's very popular. Highly recommend you give them a try and uh, if you do, let me know. Bill's been trying to get me to play this game forever, like yeah. for at least 6 months and every time he calls me he's like, "You want to go play League of Legends?" so I get on there and this is how League of Legends goes for me. I spend 15 minutes logging in. I do about eight things wrong logging in where people are yelling at me. Pick your character. Lock him in. What's your problem? Hurry up. What side of the screen are you going to well, take? The, the, the problem are you going to be top? Are you going to be bottom? <laughs> are you going to be jungle? I'm like, I don't know. I'm 43 years old. I got no idea what I'm doing. Is it's sort of so I get in. I get in. And I run up to go fight somebody. And it's like, wah, wah, wah. And he kills me, and then he's like, lol, noob. And I sit there dead. <laughs> I respawn. I run back. Bill's like, not so fast. And I go on a, wah, 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 and I'm dead again. So it's like a first-person fighting. It's horrible. It's, but, yeah, but from top down with, like, angry preteens give it a try, shouting Mike. at you. Give it a try, Mike. Give you it a try, it. Mike. Give it a try. It's You'll love it. Uh, it's got your name in it. So, Jen, what have you been up to? On that note. Yeah. Got a job. I've been working for a... A doctor that make I'm it not exciting, a fan Jen. of. There, make I, it exciting. I can't make it exciting. Everyone I else has to... exciting lives. Bill plays League of Legends. <laughs> no, I... It's a MOBA, Jen. Stop! This is madness. Please. He is. He is a, a star. I save lives on a daily basis. There you go. What kind, you of, go. What kind of lives? Jen? I'm, I make appointments for. People to come in and <laughs> have their animals' lives. You are like Saint Peter, basically, um, right? I mean, yeah, Saint Peter sure. make appointments. Yeah, Saint Peter, you know, at the gates of heaven. That's like Jen. Oh, yeah. you, you know, you're either allowing them in or yeah. they're getting kicked out. So are you putting dogs to sleep? Not me personally, but wow, that, it we're about to go real dark. <laughs> Be careful how you answer that question, Jen. No. The um, are you a killer, Jen? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we usually try to save lives. That's the preference, but every once in a while you'll get... Isn't that a super bummer of a job, though? Because you do, like, you put cute little animals to sleep all the time, right? Well, But okay. that's to save lives, because depends, you need no, the life force from multiple cats. No, it depends to, on what you know. you're talking Is that the way it works? It's not, like, it's not like we're killing puppies or anything like that. I mean, it's they usually that are... No, it's like if it's an <laughs> animal... Gelfling! Really She's sick, like a Skeksis. Wait, so when you Canada. take the animals to put them to sleep, you don't really put them to sleep. You actually ship them off? <laughs> no. They go to the general's chicken factory. <laughs> this is not an uplifting <laughs> No, this is not going well at all. I, so so I, as soon kids, as Mike asked the question, I told you it was going to go dark. puppies that come in. I actually, I actually had a really fun day today with... We had two new kittens that were each less than three months old and two puppies that came in. And one of the puppies... Got loose from its owner and ran under some doors, like through the clinic. I thought you were going to say under a car. And no, 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 no. He was running like <laughs> through go the dark? clinic, like, sorry. and and everybody was trying to catch him, and we couldn't for like I don't know 
eight, ten minutes. And the veterinarian like came in. And he's like, Jen, is yeah, that you again? She's like, No, I'm just the receptionist. I don't care. That's your job, your duty. You're fired, sir. We have no, no other receptionist. No, I'm fine. Yeah, really you're not no, fired. You you're hired again. But Jen, if there's another dog running around this clinic, I swear to God, I'm going to euthanize you, sir. You can't do that. <laughs> so don't let another cat get out. Okay, Jen? Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> that was that was lovely and it was good. scary. Do you um do you video the animals when you put them to sleep? What? No. Oh. Why? That's why are you going so dark? What the hell? Dude? So Jen, uh, no. You ever get like a really cute kitten with a little d- girl, and you have to say, "Sorry, Cindy, uh, Fluffy's has got leukemia. We're gonna have to put her to sleep." And she cries and cries. And you say, and that moment when you take the little kitten out of the little girl's hands, and she says goodbye to the kitten for take us there, Jen. What's that like? Uh, actually, it's, it's rather soul crushing to be completely honest with you. Mike, thanks, Bill. Mike, thanks, Mike. Mike, comment. Thanks, Bill. Both of you to be on the show. Thanks for your MOBA, Bill, and thanks, Mike, for just being a dick and traveling all over the world. Thanks for that. Jen's crying, and the fans are like, I was really hopeful for a minute because Bill was talking about MOBAs. They're the hottest, hottest new thing. I'm really, I, League of Legends is so old, I really like Heart of the Storm better because it's from Blizzard, but whatever. I was so excited. Infernal Bill's gaming again, and then it's Mike, like, blah, 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 blah. I I'm a working person. I'm traveling the world. I'm rich and white. Ah, You're killing the price, internet with your voice. Price is like, nur, 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 nur. I live on a farm. I drive tractors. I got the Confederate flag on my forehead. Nur, 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 nur. And then there's Jen, and she's like, oh, sad animals. And oh, then there's this one animal who's really cute, and it got away, and then this kitty stopped it. Oh, it's a. I hate this show. I hate it. I hate everything about the show except for Infernal Bill. He's still cool because he plays MOBAs. He speaks to my people. He understands us. That's right. That's right. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> so you just call me old? Yeah. So what? Well, Toonbug, I really prefer the word experience. turns 10 years old like now like july 18th uh and that was 2005 bill let's let's go back the wayback machine here real quick you joined the show in 06 correct i think that's about right yeah i I, though it does seem like a red letter date i don't quite recall exactly when it was i have to look back (laughs) i think that's right uh, and jen the first time you were on the show was as a narrator in like 08 or maybe 07. It was probably 07. Yeah, I think it was 07. And we have established earlier that Mike, outside of me, is the oldest veteran on the show. 
because Mike had like six seconds yes. in 2005. Yes. What? Six seconds of fame. <clears throat> six, I was the governor, the senator, the, the senator, I believe, right? So let's all, let's not let's all not play the blame game. This is no no time to play the blame <laughs> no game. No time to play the blame game. We're going to hold a full inquiry into the cause of this, but right now is not the time to play the blame game. And that was it. That was his brush with great. <laughs> wow, that was you, Mike. I didn't realize. I remember here, that like, line. Give Mike, give Mike, that give Mike line a chance. was spectacular. Give, give Mike a chance here, Mike. Go ahead and just you know get into it. I know you can method act it. Wow, this is exciting. Okay, all right. All right. I mean. Let's not all play the blame game. Oh, not oh, all oh I mean, like, I... That is... Thank you. That is yeah, awesome. Stunning. That, that's, you know, at the top of my LinkedIn profile. Stunning. <laughs> stunning. Stunning performance. I, there are no words. So we've been going at this for uh, ten years. Uh, people in, people out. We're here, we're there. We're doing different kinds of shows. One time we're doing Warcraft, one time, and then we're not doing Warcraft, and then we're doing gaming, and then we're not doing gaming. Doing so MOBAs. We're, we're just, we're, now we're doing MOBAs. So Mike and I started actually a conversation, um, I don't know, it was probably several weeks before he decided to become a world traveler. Um, <laughs> and we were just talking about the changes that start happening, because uh, when we started the show, we were in our young 30s, and now we're all in our young 40s, right? So all the different things that happen, like 10 years is a long time, and it, it does change you. So the, the question that came up to the table was, uh, because so many of our listeners, too, and this is the thing that gets me, too, when I look... Because of Facebook, because you can actually see our listeners now for at least the past, oh, definitely since 2010, but a little bit before that, probably back to 2008. Uh, you look at our listeners, and a lot of these guys, when, when they first started listening, they were kids, like a lot younger than us, like teenagers or preteens. And you look at some of these guys today, and you look at what's on their profile, and like a couple of guys come to mind right now out in Britain who are like, you know, they're out working, and one dude's like trying to be a filmmaker, and... I mean, like, you know, they're grown up, and it's crazy because you look at it and you go, these are the people who were listening to us when we were talking about Warcraft, and they were just kids enjoying a video game, and now they're, like, you know, young men, grown up. And it's, Yeah, I mean, I've had correspondence with many of them in jail. It's, it's really, <laughs> you know, it's kind of... it's They've taken a hard turn, and, you know... There, we're we're, we're still there, for and they chalk it up you know. to tavern cast, really, <laughs> for good or bad. Indeed, he tried to. Yeah. <laughs> my, lo the... <laughs> my lawyer fended him off. So, um, so a couple questions then about uh, uh, being forty something. So, what what kinds of things do you have you guys noticed? What changes when you enter your forties? It seems like time goes by a lot faster. I mean, it's always gone by pretty fast. We always, we've always been pretty busy in general, which is why the show's gone on so many hiatus, but. It's you really got to make some hard decisions to decide what you want to do, and that's one of the things I notice. It's, it's like, do you really? If you really want to do something, you better do it. You know. So maybe it's a mix of time going fast and realizing that I'm not going to be around forever to do this, and people move, and you know, life changes and everything, because it's sure as hell changed a lot in the last ten years. So I would say almost everything has is changed. My life is completely different now than it was ten years ago. I can't tell you anything that's the same at all, really, in 10 years. I mean... Your epidermis. I don't, yeah, I don't think exactly. that changes. I think that's like a 15-year <laughs> no, basis. Not, that's not true. So. No, and in 10 years, your cells have You've changed. molted a whole skin suit. I know, a whole suit. me. Yeah. A whole skin suit. <laughs> what? That's it gross. rubs the lotion. Off, does it come off all at once? It rubs the lotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, my career has changed. Where I live has changed. Um, 
I think my hair colors changed. Uh, I was talking to somebody much, much younger than I was several weeks ago, and they basically said that, you know, they've got, they know exactly what they want to do, where they want to go, and who they want to be. <laughs> yeah, right? And they're in their, they're in their, uh, they're in their mid-20s, mid-20s. And a bunch of us did what you just did. We started laughing. <laughs> and we said, we said to this person, you have no idea what changes are coming, both good and bad, mm-hmm. both things that you plan and don't plan that will shift the direction of your life. Do you guys do agree with that or yeah, not? Absolutely. I think that's yeah. right. I was just watching, you know, on Netflix, they, they have Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And it's an old movie, but it still holds up. And I was watching the beginning of it. Just recently, and um, Paul Newman looks over at Robert Redford and he says uh, something along the lines of, you know, kid, I always thought I'd grow up to be a hero. And that line sort of stuck with me because I think that's certainly many of us. I know it's certainly me that when I was a kid, I, I always thought that I'd grow up to be a hero. And, and now that I'm in my young 40s, I think I know myself better and I know you know what I'm sort of capable of and I'm what I'm not capable of and I'm more okay now than I've ever been in my life with what I'm not capable of you know and let's face it no you you've also are, are in in your 40s and you've got the wisdom to know there are no heroes there's that too for sure yeah that's right I mean you, you sort of think like when you're a kid oh I, there's just great greatness awaits you could be anything you want to be. You could be huge. You're going to take the world and you're just going to like eat it up, right? And some and, and that very well still may happen, but I think priorities change and you know, you get sidetracked along the way and you know, in your your 20s you sort of have that great ambition, that great ideal, idealism. And in the 30s, yeah, you think you can do anything. Yeah, and then in like your 30s, life gets in the way, right? Because you've got that ambition, but then things happen that makes you reprioritize where you're going and you pour all of your energy and all of your ambition into like other things. And then I think at least for me in, in the young 40s, I'm becoming more okay with that. Like I look back and I go, "Ugh, where did I go astray? You know, what if I had made different choices? But I'm, I'm much more okay with that, the choices I've made in my 30s now, than I've ever been before. I wish that I, at some point in my life, if I could go back and change anything, it would be to stop learning about stuff. Hmm. Honest to God, really? I think I'd be a lot happier if I stopped learning anything at, like, age 18. Ignorance so is bliss. Much, not so much, like, educational learning. That's not really what I'm talking about, like, just how to do things or, or skills or whatever. I'm talking about, like, the world in general. If I stopped learning things about people and the world and things like that, to some extent I think I'd be happier because I would be naive. And it's the fact of, like, knowing things that's made me as an adult, in some respects, more pessimistic about things. But you've it, just been exposed to more reality. Is all yeah, but is. I don't like reality. <laughs> reality is stupid. That's an interesting perspective. I mean, you're right. You do grow up at some point. You realize the world may be different than exactly how you think it is. No, I'm torn on it because there's part of me that wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I want to know what things are going on, right? But the the reason that I say this is probably about <laughs> 10 years ago, before we even started Taverncast, uh, I lived in a farmhouse uh, that was next door to another farmhouse, and that farmhouse was rented out to us. And the guy who was the farmer there was this pretty simple dude. 
he, he was really smart at farming and what he did, but from the standpoint of just being like an adult guy, he was very, very simple. And he, he was just the kind of guy that, you know, you'd, you'd say, like, did you see what was going on in the news? The other guy goes, no, I don't, I don't really watch much news. Okay. And, you know, you're like, this guy's an idiot, right? He's stupid. And so you're young and you kind of poke fun at him. But as I got to know the guy, I was like, he's always happy. This guy's like always in good spirits, and it and it and it occurred to me that he's always in good spirits because he just ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but, the Matrix. Exactly yeah, but do you right. think that that's like a personality thing, though? Do you think you ever be happy as being sort of ignorant? Not, he, I think he was. He but was, I don't but think he's he not you. But way. he's not well, you. No, I probably yeah, wouldn't no, be. But he wouldn't be. That's because I kept be. learning after eighteen. I should have shut it off. Mom should have put me in the basement and left me there. Well, in my day. <laughs> All right, so what doesn't change when you go into your 40s? Your body. It, it completely stays the same. <laughs> it ain't worse. No pain. No pain. No pain. No creaks. No weird noises. <laughs> no no difficulty in losing weight or keeping weight Getting off. Getting old sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's You've enough. Not thoroughly depressed. The, all the, the guys. same the same person who had Aww. the argument that like like they were going to go out and they knew exactly what they were going to do and nothing was going to change them is the same person who's lecturing everyone <clears> that <throat> the um, um, how easy it is to lose weight and all you got to do is just do a little working out and yeah. a little running weights a little. just go into the gym and lift weights how hard could it be okay you're twenty five wait until you're thirty five and then tell me how easy it is. <laughs> And it just gets worse literally every couple of years from there. I got to say one thing that hasn't changed or, or that nowadays is easier to not change is um, a young attitude, right? I think you always see people, various generations that are just young at heart, right? They've written mm-hmm. songs about it. But yeah. nowadays, whether it's the culture, whether it's the technology we have, but it's very easy not to grow up. It's very easy to be a 42-year-old and be playing video games and MOBAs and watching comic books and reading comic books and being and not being a social outcast. And so you can sort of take that wonder, that joy of childhood, that imagination, and, and retain it as an adult and not be ostracized. I think we live in a good... Uh, generation for that actually I think we got lucky because if you if we would have been alive as 40 somethings and say even like the 80s or the 70s I think it would have been harder <clears throat> don't you guys think? yeah absolutely because there was a different expectation for what adults could do so even the idea of like geeks right just geeks were ostracized in the 80s it took the geeks of the 80s to make it okay in the 21st century right so it's okay for a grown man to play video games now it was not okay back then it would have been so that's dad dad doesn't play the games right that's it absolutely and partly it's marketing i mean marketing's changed over the years like that <laughs> like true. they've made it I, I would even argue that it's less about the geeks and more about the hey we can sell to this demographic and they'll yeah. actually buy it yeah. so let's not make them out to be well the know, other nerds. thing is too is they so they've embraced the idea that the people in their 40s are the ones that actually have the money to purchase the expensive toys. So they've said, okay, what's mainstream? 
all, okay, Marvel's mainstream, so what are we going to do? We're going to make all, you know, these amazing Blu-ray collections, and then we're going to put it on digital. So now you got to have the same movie on five different formats, but that's okay because we all have disposable income because we're in our 40s. We're not scraping by, a co- you know, post-graduation from college trying to get our, our student loans paid and only making, you know, $25,000 a year. And so they cater to us, and they sit there and say, would you like to recapture your youth? Here for only nineteen ninety five, it's this. You guys know that company? Um, I think it's called Sideshow Toys. Mm-hmm. You heard of those guys? Yeah, no, I have not. they make Sideshow Toys makes <laughs> collectibles. Yeah, but they're 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 action figures. I mean, they're they're action figures and statues. But they have action figures. Say like um, what's like Cobra Commander or something from GI Joe, right? It's like six hundred dollars, and it's like this unbelievable, realistic. Finely done, detailed doll, doll. <laughs> it's a doll for six hundred bucks, and I mean, you know, no kids getting that. These but are these are like grown collectors. <clears throat> who like, are, I would, I would awesome actually. Predator I, from the Comic Con. They had an awesome. <laughs> they had a, a Christopher Reeve as Superman. I wanted that thing. Yeah. There, there, and the likeness of Christopher Reeve was unbelievable. It was uncanny. Like, it, like the wheelchair. No. Like, <laughs> <that's horrible. laughs> oh, too soon. Do you kill the animals at the animal shelters, Jen? Do you make them hurt? God, Mike. Mike Monin, bring in the dark. This is what happens in your 40s, Bryce. <laughs> How do you see yourself uh, inside from a conscious level or a soul level? Like When you think in your inside yourself and you're just sitting around, you don't have to be responsible, etc. How old do you see yourself as? So what age mentally? Yeah, like I mean, I'll give you an example. Of this um, I I asked my mother this question. She's seventy five. She said, "Yeah, like twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, really? Yeah. Now you think I about wouldn't even want to think of myself as twenty two. Like, well, how, I was a how, moron, probably. At how old do you? How old do you feel? I would. Like, I would have right off the gut. I would have said twenty nine. Okay. I would think you seem much younger than that to me. Really? I don't mean mature. This isn't a maturity level. It's when you're not being mature, how do you seem to me? And you're not 29. You're in your early 20s at, at most. But whatever. I mean, that's how you see yourself. Bill, how about you? I think your mom is actually right. I mean, <clears throat> right about 22 was is sort of is sort of about the right age. I mean, the, the interests that I had when I was 22 years old are the interests that I have now. The, the only difference being that I have the means to indulge those interests now, whereas that's when I was, I was 22, saying. I did not have that. But, right, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but the interests are exactly the same. There really isn't much that I was interested then that I'm not interested now. Jen? I would say probably <clears throat> definitely early 20s, although I feel like I had a little bit of a cheat on things because when I was probably late 20s. I think I was 27 when I left Michigan. I just like literally woke up one morning and I was like, I want everything to change. And I just did it. I called up my sister and I was like, let's move. And we moved across the country to a place where we didn't know anybody. And it was literally like starting over. And so I kind of had everything from my early 20s repeat in my early 30s in a weird way, which was a lot of fun, <laughs> but um, it was actually really interesting. And I remember I kind of felt like that twenty between twenty, probably twenty three and twenty seven. That time frame is kind of where I feel like I got stuck for the next decade. Like in my brain, I didn't all of that replayed again for me. Hmm. See, and I've always debated in myself if I'm 
it it depends. It depends on what I'm into. But I'm either in my teens, or I'm probably where you guys are talking about somewhere somewhere in the early twenties. But it depends. There are moments where if I don't if I don't have to be responsible at all. I mean, I still like comic books. I still like Star Trek novels and stuff. And that's what I was doing when I was in junior high and high school and stuff like that. I still like that. I still like animation, cartoons and stuff. I still like a lot of that stuff, but the innocence of it is gone. No, it's totally gone. And so it's one of those things where it's not just like, oh yeah, I really like this. It's a matter of saying, I know more, like you said, about the world. I'm, you know, I just have more knowledge. It prevents me from going back into the teenage years in my mind. I really like binkies. You know, pacifiers, <laughs> and uh, and now I have the means to have an you entire collection of them. So, are you are you a, a Nook fanatic? I am. Ab- oh man, I cannot get enough. It's like gum, really. I, yeah. I just have it all the time. Well, you know what kills me a little bit too is I even think about like so. Here's the four of us doing this podcast, right? My parents would not have done this. No, I, I wonder if that's a generational thing or if that's just. I wonder what that is. Like, why? Well, they didn't grow up with technology. Yeah. Like, like, they didn't grow up with, with media-based technology. Right. Like, well, you think that's all it is, though? Well, they would I have think sat around, so. I've I mean, seen pictures like, of your parents sitting around strumming guitars and singing songs together. In my I day. Mean, that's a different... It, it's similar, like, we were talking about with the, with, the, with the marketing stuff. The only reason the marketing works on us is that, yeah, we had that growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Did any of you guys ever take, um, you, you know, you, you have the old uh, handheld tape decks back in the day? Where you, they're, like they're, they're like the size of a shoebox, mm-hmm. and you could put the tape in it. And, you know, your friends, you sit around and make uh-huh. tapes. Did anybody do that? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. I totally did. I used you guys to, have the tapes? Do any of you guys still have the tapes? I used to take that tape recorder. I would hold it up to the TV when we, and I would play the Betamax, and I would go. Yeah, I yeah. go to the end credits of movies, and I would record the music from the end credits from movies that I loved, and that was like you know theme songs. We used to call them movie themes, and we would just play <laughs> yeah. that over and over and over again. Do do you do any of you have your voices? From that era on tape somewhere yes. anymore? Yes. <clears throat> I do. I actually, I have a reel-to-reel of when yeah. I was like... A reel-to-reel? It's a, yeah, there was oh, a reel-to-reel uh, recorder oh and um, that my mom had. And I used to record on that. And it had like a separate microphone. And I found it uh, over at my mom's house. And it's still held up. So there's like three-year-old little Billy that's like going <laughs> upstairs and downstairs and upstairs and downstairs. And my kids were very amused for about 10 seconds and then they went back to playing legal Legends. Sometime you guys get me that, uh, get me those recordings and we'll, uh, we'll do a little short segment. We'll put some of the, <clears throat> some choice cuts. This may not surprise anybody, but I mean, when I was a little kid, I have, I still have, it's got to be like 30 tapes, and each tape was a episode of a quote-unquote radio station a, f- a friend of mine and I did from about the time we were five to somewhere around maybe 17 years old or so, and it was radio station WSIK, WSIK, and we just, each tape was an episode, and it was commercials, and it's very much like Tavern Cast. it's like pre-tavern cast except for when you listen to it because i've heard some of these things they're laughing at themselves so hard half the time you have no, no idea, idea what, what we're saying no, it's exactly it's, like tavern just cast. like tavern cast yeah <laughs> i'm curious just as an outside question so semi-related to this what what's the one thing you would say like that as an older person is like the top thing that you still are into from when you were young being 42 i was born in 1973 so i remember as a kid i watched Battle of the Planets, 
Um, I, I watched Transformers and G.I. Joe uh, after school. And when they played that G.I. Joe movie, it was like a five-day mini event. Like each episode was 30 minutes or 20 minutes if you cut out the commercials. And you can combine them into like one giant movie. And they I, were riveting, weren't they? Oh, they my really God. It was like, like the edge gr- of your seat. Seriously. Are you talking went, about like the mass device, that one? The one where they had to get like three things, like the heavy water. And then they had that to go was, to like the yeah, volcano. Yeah, that was the mass device. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like the greatest thing ever. And the stuff that I like now harkens back to that. I mean, I still like space adventures. I still like, you know, the, all the Marvel movies that have sort of the, the unique characters. But G.I. Joe was really like a superhero comic book, right? I mean, you've had each right. each guy was like his own thing. You had like Gung Ho and Duke and Scarlet, and they'd each do their own thing, sort of. So it was like it was like the Avengers almost, but it was G.I. Joe. But all that stuff to, is still appealing. I have to agree with you, Bill. Everything you said is exactly what I would have said. It's a it's about the style of programming that I liked as a kid I still like as an adult so for me a lot of this stuff is like the golden age to me like never in my life if you would asked me 10 years ago do you think they'll ever like do a shared Marvel cinematic universe based off of the stories in the comics never and like absolutely not and even if they tried it it would suck so this is the golden age for for me I am 10 years old watching these stupid movies it's really it's really weird like I'm listening to you guys talk I don't think I held my childhood in such Reverend, I, I actually tried to get out of it. Like I was like anxious to get up into the world and go to college, and almost everything I did as a kid, I've completely just left behind at, at some point. Mm. And so it's really it, when you're like, "Hey, what do you identify with as a kid?" I'm like, "Huh." See, and that's weird though. Like when I went to college, like I was. I, I could say that I felt the way that you just described. Like, I wanted to go. I wanted to not be a kid. I wanted to get out and go do mm-hmm. my thing. But somehow I never wanted to leave the other stuff either. Like, when I was in college, one of our fun things to do is we would go to Star Trek conventions where they have these trivia contests, and we'd sit around drinking beer and eating Swiss cake rolls throughout the week and watching Star Trek so we could buck up for the trivia contest and go win 50 bucks so we could go buy more Swiss cake rolls and beer. <laughs> and we went convention to convention throughout South Florida and Orlando winning trivia contests for inane Star Trek questions. And that's some of the stuff we did in college. So somehow that just never ended. <laughs> well, you played D&D. I did. I, I played a lot of D&D when I was a kid, but that ended like relatively quickly when I got to college. I played for maybe freshman year, and then I got into MUDs, and oh, that was a disaster. So, like, you know. Dear Tavern Kids, <laughs> once again, Bill Tickner, Infernal Bill, is the only one who still has any sensibility on the program. He plays MOBAs, he watches G.I. Joe, and then Mike Monin is just like, I don't like anything anymore. I, don't, I hate, kill, kill I hate anything that, that people who would listen to Taverncast would even like. And, and Jennifer, I, what is she? She doesn't, she doesn't even say anything yet because we haven't given her a chance to answer. So we have no idea what she does. She's just like, blah, 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 blah. Where's it? And she sucks. And Bryce, yeah, he's just making it up because he wants to be like Bill Tickner. He just wants to be as cool and you Youthful and handsome as Bill Tickner. <laughs> but Jen, what do you think? <laughs> I, I kind of am in the middle of the road because there are some things that I do take with me as far as my tastes in certain things. And Bill, I just want to get clarified. By, by G.I. Joe, you actually mean like Mickey Mouse and Disney, right? Because you followed that all through your college career, didn't you? By G.I. Joe, you mean Mickey Mouse and Disney? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you went and 
played a, a role at, at Walt Disney World. Say he was you? into it, like, literally <laughs> yeah, inside like a, of Right, exactly. Like he that, was a, that was he really was, he what you were He was kind of into. a furry. He well, really yeah. was. That is true. I actually was. I actually was goofy. And when I was a freshman in college I, at UCLA, I was uh, on the weekends, I would be in Goofy though. at Disneyland. You're still Goofy. I'm not telling so, any stories. <laughs> did, did you, we're, also, we're did you also have a van with no windows? <laughs> I mean, you were in L.A., so I mean, I'm sure some people like kind of slipped you some money to do some things. And <laughs> um, All right, so since Jen really hasn't talked a whole lot, let's move uh, on to the next subject here before Mike goes dark. <laughs> For you. you ever uh, chop anybody up and uh, have them for lunch? The same I way. was in New Zealand and I went to the underworld. Down in New Zealand, uh, Jennifer, do you kill animals? <laughs> Jen, tell us about the puppies. As a 40-year-old, do you actually... Uh, Hobbits are small and delicious. <laughs> So basically what we're saying is don't get old. Don't Kill get yourself old. before you reach 40. <laughs> or you'll be like Mike Moan in Mordor. M- Ooh, it is Mordor. 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 Hey, Infernal Bill Mordor. and Mordor Mike. And I think Mordor. I found my new persona. Infernal, Infernal Bill and Mordor Mike. I like it. <laughs> I'm just going <clears> to <throat> be Biggity Bryce. Old age and treachery always overcomes youth and skill. Ain't too much that we won't do what Wayland won't really will. What have you learned about life that changed things that you used to that you thought you used to understand or believe in? I can answer that one pretty quick. I used to see the world much more black and white, much more, um, and I still, I tend to crave order in things in general, as I think it's just part of my personality, but I definitely used to see things and situations and people as very black and white. And while there's, that still is within me as a personality trait, encountering so many people in my life and getting to know them and going through so many situations has taught me that the world is a lot more gray than it is black and white. Yeah, I, I I could echo something right along those lines, which is um, much more tolerance for for different uh, people and ideas. And astounding to me if you move around the world and you start to see and meet different people and their backgrounds and what they value and everything, it's changed. You know my approach to how I would view you know armchair policymaker and things like that. You know my politics and everything. It's 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 been a um, it's been a, a big change over the years. I still don't like politicians. I'm very black and white on that. But people, people, I'm much more gray on, or I think they they're more gray in general. There's more simpatico with people. I think so like politicians, every, not people. No, they're like. Haven't you seen that movie? They live. If you put sunglasses on, you would see all the politicians as those like skull aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Chewing bubblegum and kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think the big thing that I've learned is that, you know, every single thing that happens to you, it's just a moment. Um, no matter what's happening, this too shall pass. And so I've tried to learn uh, to be more patient with myself and with other people. You have to kind of give everything a little bit of time and just know that this is a moment and it's going to be a different moment. 
soon. That's a, that's a good one, Jen. I, I, I like that a lot. <clears throat> the, this too shall pass, I mean, has, has um, served me well, oftentimes in times of stress throughout my life. And, and um, mm-hmm. that's really good. The, in that same vein, I remember my dad telling me when I used to get really stressed as a kid over grades, you know, do your best and that's all mm-hmm. you can do. And, you know, that and it's sort of along the same lines of just sort of letting things um, go that are outside of your control. The, the thing that I think I've come to understand that I really believe in now is that you can't make people love you. And I know that sounds weird, but it, it's it. You can't make people like you. You can't make people love you. They're either going to love you or they're going to like you. And if you change who you are, or you try to act differently. It's never, ever going to work. You have to sort of be yourself. You have to figure out who you are. Be yourself. It goes along. That's also in the same lines of the trope of, you know, you have to love yourself before anybody else loves you. That it, It's all the same flavor of of mm-hmm. um, of idea not just necessarily being yourself but being who you want to be and then the right people will fall in line so if you if you build it they will come kind of yeah it's exactly yeah. right and the thing is like look they might not come in los angeles they might not come right. in Michigan. They might the people that are your kind of people that will appreciate you for what you want to be may be awaiting for you in college or in your career or somewhere down your life. But it's important to understand that you can't control other people's love for you, and you shouldn't try to control that. Um, parents always told us that time moves faster as you get older. Mikey said something about that earlier tonight. That's the last question. Does time really move so fast? Does time go by quicker as you get older? I think it does. It's just time is flying because we've got so much already behind us. We've got 42 years. Like if you're a five-year-old, the day seems so long because you only got, whatever, 1,500 days of those things. <laughs> like we've got like 20,000 days. It's right. like, oh, another day, boom, 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 boom. You know, it's like bam, bam, bam. Pretty soon you're 43. Now you're 44, 45, and it just... I think that time just gets filled faster. You get more responsibilities. There's more expectations put on you by whatever your responsibilities are. You're dividing your time also between more things as you get older. And that's the thing, too, with like when you're a little kid, you can sit there and be like, I'm going to watch cartoons all day long. And then it drones on because that's the only thing you're doing is sitting there watching cartoons. And then it's like you look at the calendar and you're like, oh, man, I really want to be I want it to be Halloween and I want it to be Christmas. And, you know, you're like looking forward to these things and you don't have anything major that's distracting in between these major events versus when you're an adult. There's so much that goes on in between major events that sometimes the major events aren't that major anymore. I agree with both of you guys. I think um, just to add to some of those sentiments, I feel like the re- it, I, I agree that time seems like it goes faster. Um, I, I think that one of the reasons for it too is that you don't have as many new experiences. And I find that whenever I have something that's a new experience, like I go to a brand new place or I encounter something I just haven't encountered before, time slows down a little bit again. You live that moment a little bit more deeply because you're engaged. I thought in the past maybe several years or so, I was taking a walk and 
um, I'm like, you know, once when I was a little kid, going back and forth from school, you would do things sometimes like you would stop and you would like examine a tree and you'd like watch like the ants crawling up and down the tree and you'd like pick up a piece of bark and screw with the ants and stuff like that. And I remember one time you I were a really stopped. weird kid. I know. I know. <laughs> I remember, like I at one point I actually stopped and I walked over to a tree. Just took two seconds. In my like, I'm gonna walk just to get some exercise, and I gotta. I'm like on the phone, and I'm talking about work, and I stopped, and I like put my hand on a tree and touched the bark just to feel the tree. And I know that sounds really ridiculous, but in that moment, I was like, "This is the stuff I used to do when I was a kid. These are the things that would bring curiosity. Like, what is that? What does that feel like? What is this thing here?" And you do not do that as an adult because it's it's all old, right? You're looking for something new, and that's what humans do. We always looking for something new. That's why entertainment. That's why everybody's so fickle with entertainment. Like, great show, guys. When's the next one? Yeah, yeah. And that's what everybody does. And that's what happens as you get older, too, is you're like, what's new? What's what's next that's going to come Yeah, out? what's new? And, and just to echo some of the stuff Jen was saying as well, like, if you have something to look forward to, time does slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're like... you're like, anticipating Like, it. I was looking forward to recording tonight, and I swear to God, I looked at my clock probably 18 <laughs> times today going, what time is it? No, all right. Keep working in the yard. Keep working in the yard. <laughs> then time will go faster. Right. That's what you think. It's like that distraction. You get that distraction. And right. Well, then how come, because I've been looking forward to take a vacation for like three years, time isn't slowing down for me. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, you know, they say that the days are um, that the days are long, but the years are short. I, I think that's very true, right? Particularly as you get older and you've got more years accumulated. When you're a kid and you're going, you know, year after year, if you're in the fourth grade, it's like, oh, fourth grade. Well, next year is the fifth grade. Then, oh, the fifth grade. Then next year is the sixth. Now, it's like one year turns into the next. You don't really have, like, you know. Really quick, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in July already. <laughs> right. But but what's the difference between <laughs> this July and last July in terms of not, your career? Almost nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're not like achieving a new level each year like you are in school. Yeah, and, there's more benchmarks when you're younger, right? You get you graduate grades, you get out of high school, um, you go to college, you get like the first girlfriend, you get your first car. Exactly. Uh, you know, you get to drink for the first time. Right. You get married. And because of the lack, you get to buy a house. Because I mean, of the, like, because of the lack of benchmarks, while, you start running out of benchmarks. Because of the lack of benchmarks, one year just sort of blends into the next. And really, then the only thing you have is just to like look in the mirror and you go like, "Oh my God, where did the time go?" Things change when you're an adult too, because if you've done anything right and you're actually like you have a job and you've done something with your career that you can have some disposable income, there are things that maybe you'd just things you wanted or things you wanted to do that are much easier for you just to go get now. So you don't dream about them or pine away like when you were a kid. Like I wish I had the you know Hoth battle playset. Yeah. Oh, birthdays and Christmas are the worst. People are like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. If I, I don't want know. it, I go get it. That's, yeah, that's it. Me too. That's oh. it. I don't have anything. Like I, it. It, I just it's, I pick it up on Amazon and I'm done. Right. Yeah. Seriously. And nobody can afford the stuff I'd really right, exactly. like. Exactly. Or they get the wrong thing. Yeah. And you're like, I'd like a 1978 right. smoking the band at Trans Am, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank not you. The, not the Hot Wheels yeah. one. <laughs> Taverncast 61 
what what a, what a very odd show to start back out with. Odd? It was very intellectual for Tavern Cast. There was very. It started with screaming and ranch dressing in beer, oh, right. and turned and turned into like deep introspective dark. <laughs> dark. <laughs> I think this is for anybody that's listening to the fir- the show for the first time, which is probably no one. But if it is no one, anyone. Yeah. I, I think this is a nice uh, smattering of what the show is. It can go from, you know, deep and introspective to sort of light and fun. Or dark and fun. Or dark and fun. <laughs> dark. So if you guys like the show, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, thank you. What about Instagram and Snapchat? We don't have Instagram or Snapchat because I'm lazy. Any of the, is that English, what you're speaking? Because I'm not sure. And, um, you know, uh, if we get around to it, we'll update the site and all that other stuff. But, guys, honestly, we just all wanted to get together to record to have some fun and have these kinds of conversations because it's fun for us. And um, we've been told that if we just are ourselves and speak, some of you like that. So here you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Hopefully don't hate. I'm not, not going to read the comments. <laughs> it's something I've learned in my 40s is don't read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll see you next time. We have no idea what we're talking about next time, but when we do, you'll know about it too because we will post it. Bye, everybody. Woo! All right, bye. bye. Thanks, Tavern Cast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Tavern Cast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Tavern Cast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. The last time we did this, you were off by like at least two seconds, and it took me forever to sync you. You do it right, or don't come at all. I did it. Okay. Right. (laughs) Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Tavern. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. What? (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, are you gonna do it again? Uh-uh. No, no? he's messing. Uh-uh. Should I do it? No, he's just waiting to interrupt you, Mike. That's it, all he's gonna do. He no, no, no. He's Charlie Brown. He's Charlie Browning me, isn't he? Welcome back to the bar. Uh, just a minute. Uh-huh. Right. Hang on. I'll be right there. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. At least it isn't Edelweiss this time. <laughs> don't, don't remind don't, him. Don't. <laughs> Mike, Jen, you wanna give it a shot? Maybe it's just maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe Bill work. should do it. No, no, that's what he wants. But go ahead, you try, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I back. I think you to missed the part where it said life in the Middle seat. Ages. This Mike, is Tavern Cast. Mike, you said Tavern Cast sixty one, but I think you missed the part where it said life in the Middle Ages. And uh, were we supposed to be try, reading? Am I supposed to read that? I thought. Did I you want to read that? that? No, Mike. Mike, I think did it just fine there, Bill. Oh, okay. That's you know, Bill, can we um have a more professional environment? Sorry, no. It, oh, sorry. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer. 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 Gr
Go ahead, Bill. Let's go through 15 minutes of the uh, URL again. <laughs> newbie. You gotta pay all the newbie stuff. Mike suffered for years. Now it's your turn. Never. I've been on this show for more years. Than Mike? Yeah. Okay. If by on the show, you mean your voice... No, actually, that's not true. Mike was on the show longer than you. In your face. Mike had... Mike <laughs> had before my voiceovers? Yes. Time? Mike had about like a five to seven second long clip on a show back in 2005. <laughs> Whatever. Forgot about that. Yeah. Technicalities. Boom. Suck it, Albrecht. Suck it. Wow, that's fresh. That's right, Mike, and to start us off, I stayed up all night <laughs> learning to play a master game called Frogger. How old were you in 11? <laughs> Welcome back to the bar where we are here watching the selection of the new King of England. That's the best I have. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here we go. He like started at yeah. your voice and then went, <laughs> I know, I know. Grandmeister Bryant. Can't do it. Yes. You sound like a southern gentleman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do declare. Can't we, can't... Yes. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Do it even! <laughs> That's right, Mike! And. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> we love We love your glamour shots Skype image with a little hand on your chin. Like, okay, Bill, oh, yeah. pose. Nice, good job. Can you put your Letterman jacket on? Good job, Bill. Oh, here, here's a leather jacket for you, Bill. Hold, hold this, hold this um, wooden class block. Class of ninety-two. Hold, class of ninety-two. Class of ninety-two. Hold this wooden bee. This wooden bee and and this kitty. Hold this kitty, kitty over the laser background. <laughs> good, 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 good job, Billy. Okay, hey, how's that sound? Fix your that signal, LA. What are you guys? You're out of water, and now you're out of internet too. Are you on DSL? Who, me? Dial up. Are you on modem? Are you on, like, yeah, hold on, let me reconnect. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is. <laughs> Come on, somebody's got to bring geek here because no one else is going to do it. You're all just ex jock people. That's I, I'm like in a room full of boneheads. It's like a room full of jocks. I'm like, hey, guys. Uh, did you did you see uh, the Star Trek episode the other night with Captain Picard and how he fended off the Romulan Senate when they were debating uh, a statehood with the Klingons there? And Mike's like, I don't know, bro, but I was playing soccer the other night. It was a sweet game. You know what I'm saying? And Bill's like, yeah, bro, I know what you mean. I love football, too, but not that crappy, like, world football they call soccer. I don't even know what it is. And Jen's like, I like cheerleading. Bro, do you even lift? Did you actually film that up and down? Are we in the 21st century or the 19th, Jennifer? Whatever it is. Oh. I think you have we to do it over. Video. You, do you know what the YouTube comments are going to be? What century is this tavern cast? Hey, you know what? That would have been a good video had Jen not filmed it in portrait mode. <laughs> rusty. Uh, in 2015. I, 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 I took the phone and I just held it up like if I was at a, a, a concert like for the Spice like Girls. A fish concert. Yeah, fish, right? I pick up the phone. And, uh, you I just hold it up there and say, "Give me Klondike for It's not like you're gonna do. What are you gonna do with it? You're not gonna post it somewhere." 
<laughs> and now the new social media director for Tavercast, Jen. The last time we did this, you were off by like at least two seconds, and it took me forever to sync you. You do it right, or don't come at all. I did it. Okay. I did it right. <laughs> Ooh, sexy boyfriend. I just started reading the book American Gods. Have you guys ever read that? Heard of it? Yeah, so I, I've read it. I've read it. I'm only about maybe about halfway through it. And the main character uh, finds himself up in like northern Wisconsin where it's like super cold and he's eating a, a pasty. Patsy? Patsy? Pasty. 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 And, uh, and they go through. are what goes on the boobies. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, well, the, she said, she goes, uh, the character. The yeah, okay then. The pasties there are the uh, pastries that are filled with the meat product and uh, usually some kind of root vegetable there, like a uh, rutabaga, rutabaga, or uh, some radishes or something like that there. You know what I'm saying, buddy? She went the whole explanation that these are from the Yuppies. And they're like, Yuppies? Yeah. They're like, yeah, UP, Upper Peninsula. That's a part in northern Michigan. And they went the whole explanation in that book. About the Yuppies. Yeah, but you know what? That's, That's wrong. What they're that, they're the Yuppers. Or Yuppers. Maybe it's the Yuppers. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Yuppies, Yuppers. Aren't you from Michigan? <laughs> yeah, well, originally. Didn't you grow up in Michigan? Originally. <laughs> okay, then. I think we're done now. I think we've run out of our uh, steam there. <laughs> I don't I like the Edmund Fitzgerald. I think we've gone to the bottom already, okay? <laughs> I don't think we're coming back up. I think we've been claimed by the Wendigo there. <laughs> the Wendigo. It's time to fold it in and uh, pack it back in for fish camp. Get a little bit of cheese, a little bit of that um, that poutine. Oh. Get some poutine. Oh, yeah, that poutine. You Get know. some herring and poutine with a little extra gravy there. I went and I met a, a guy named pizza. Poutine. You ever had one of them poutine oh, yeah, pizzas? Yeah, yeah. You put the poutine on the pizza? That sounds awfully <laughs> disgusting, to tell you the truth. I met a guy named Poutine the other day. He said that he was a he was the ambassador or governor or president or something of Russia. I wasn't sure exactly. I'll oh, tell yeah. you one thing there, oh, yeah. Uh, president Putin there is a true Finn. There ain't no more person more Finnish than President Putin there. That guy, he's so Finnish, yeah, he, he would be eating lutefisk there if he could be any more Finn than he is right now, President Putin there. I saw him, I saw him. God, I can't do that. You <laughs> Sir, I can't understand what you're saying there, Mike. You started <laughs> yeah, no, talking right. some kind of weird language. I, saw, I, I gave it to you. Are you like learning Japanese? Start. That was, I couldn't I understand. Where to start. <laughs> you just gotta figure that you're out in fish camp, okay? No, it's deer camp. Deer, deer, why, deer you did fish camp in the UP, oh, yeah, hey. You're right, eh? There. Just stay there. There. After everything you say, just go there. There. Like up in deer camp there. Yeah, up in deer there camp there. There at the deer there. camp. Wow, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like, I couldn't understand Mike for a while there, and now he's talking, and it all comes together again. It's, yeah, hey, you it's just amazing. got to make your, make your vowels a little short and go up there at the deer camp. Yeah. There. Sharks. Yep. Don't you dive down <laughs> there at the, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Hey. There. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like I feel a song coming out. Okay, there. <laughs> Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the night of September goes through? The ship shot sail with a crow from the dead and the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Hello? 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 Well, in my day, whenever somebody would hang up, we would call that rude.
Hello.